Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Oh, my goodness gracious, Jackson. <laughs> is that an actual interweb connection that you're on? It is, with a microphone and everything. I, I felt professional this week. It actually sounds great right now. <laughs> That's a first for a while. Really? I, I can't even believe it. That's 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 a good way to put it. By the way, I did want to let you know, now that I'm traveling to Iowa, I listen to regular radio when I'm out there, and I'm going to create a bit just on making fun of the two rock stations they have because it is douche chill bad. It just sounds gross. You didn't even have to say anything about it. Just by saying two rock stations, I was already like starting to cringe. It's really bad. So look, we will save that for later. But I think right now we got to get into news because we got plenty to talk about. So, Jackson, are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's do this. Here we go. All right, Jackson. So I know we are a music show. That's what we are supposed to be doing. But the musicians that we listen to tend to get very political. And in a few of our recent news stories, we've really had to talk about some actual real subject matter. And today is no different. And instead of like waiting till the end, let's just do it now. Let's talk about some fucking Nazis, man. Fucking Nazis. I can't even believe that we're having this discussion. But it's reality now. You would think in 2017 that word wouldn't even come up. But here we are. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember Nazis used to be like the butt of every joke. And now it's like a real thing in a time where everyone gets really upset over certain things. So you think it'd have the opposite effect, but that's not the case. Well, here's the thing, and I don't want people to forget this. You know, last year and maybe even the year before then when the presidential election was heating up and people were deciding, you know, who was really going to be running, the word Nazi got brought up a lot. I think he even said on the show that when you call someone a Nazi, it's very hack. You know, people were calling Donald Trump a Nazi. People were calling other people on the Republican Party Nazis. And to me, still, it's a very hack thing to do. It's very easy to just call someone a Nazi. But legitimately now, if you're walking around with a Nazi flag or any type of Nazi paraphernalia, you are a Nazi. Yeah, it's official now. And it's like you said, too. It was funny because it was always just being thrown around as like an easy you know, name to give somebody that you didn't agree with. It was just like, oh, I think that guy's racist, fucking Nazi. And it's like, I mean, dude, it's kind of wrong. And and like you said, now it's actually a thing. Like there's people with it tattooed on them, uh, flags. I mean, just everything. And it's fucking disgusting. And it's fucking ridiculous. I, I can't. I was watching the news. And the reason why we're bringing this up is because a lot of musicians we're tweeting and talking about everything that was going on this weekend. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're not really a news station, so we're not going to go through everything that happened. But there was the, I don't know, man, what's it? The alt-right slash white supremacy slash whatever fucking movement was going on. Was it Virginia? Yeah, I was in, in Charlottesville, Virginia, because they were uh, the state wanted to take down the Robert E. Lee statue. Oh, no. Why would we yeah. ever want that taken down? Yeah, it didn't represent like a, you know, awful blemish in our fucking nation's history or nothing like that. <laughs> and also, by the way, Jackson, since when do you make statues of losers? 
Yeah, I don't know why there was a statue to begin with. Like literal yeah. losers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, them uh, the the white supremacists and the neo Nazis and all that shit did not like that. So wait. they set up a rally. Hold on a second. Wait, wait. Neo from the Matrix. There's a subgroup of Nazis. Exactly. That's Holy why they're so Holy shit, man! Now I'm now I'm freaked out. I yeah, wasn't it's before. Way more <laughs> yeah, now. Now I'm fucking freaked out. Yeah, Sorry, it's, go it's on. It's that bad. My bad joke. Apologies. Go ahead. I, I enjoyed that joke. Um, now yeah, I know man. it's bad. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So they you know, went to the statue with their fucking tiki torches and said, yo, don't take down our statue. And they started doing the hail you know, Sigil thing where they put their hands up. You know, we got to stand together and only be white and not let other people who aren't white be here, which is fucking awful. Did and they even, forget like, what happened? Like, did they forget that they weren't victorious <laughs> multiple times? Yeah. Okay. That they just, this narrow-minded people. That's how they think. I guess, man. I don't know. It's weird. Look, friend of the show, Sleep On It, tweeted, said, you know, if you hate minority slash POC, don't come to our fucking shows. All Time Low got on it. Haley from Paramore. Pivris got involved. A whole bunch of people were taking a Twitter. And look, I like that our music scene does get political from time to time. So that is not the issue here. I don't know. I It's very surprising to me that people would actually want to be Nazis. It, it's funny because what you're saying is like 100% true. Like who the fuck wants to be a Nazis? Well, I've even seen on the news... Yeah. Where like people who get caught at the protests, like the pe- like the people who were doing the whole Nazi hail Sigel thing, mm-hmm. like you know, there's pictures of them doing it, and then they would find out who their identity is. And I've literally seen already two people say, "No, I'm not racist. No, I'm not a Nazi." So like they're being caught doing Nazi things, and then when they you know they're asked about it, they're like, "No, no, 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 I'm not a Nazi. Nazis are horrible people." So it's like relating to what you say. Like I thought people don't want to fucking be that. Like that is. The worst thing. Yeah, if you're holding a Nazi flag or you have a tattoo of the swastika, and I'm so tired of hearing people say that the swastika was taken away from an actual peaceful movement before. The symbol is now a symbol of hate. That's just the way it is. Deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. Exactly. But yeah, when you've got a flag, when you've got a tattoo, when you're doing the, you know, the, the Heil Hitler, when you're doing all that bullshit salute stuff, it makes you a Nazi. And the power has been taken away from that word, so it doesn't matter if we call them Nazis. Like, it really doesn't. The surprising part for me, I think, and this is what I was kind of going over in my head this weekend when I saw things like this. My whole life, and Jackson, your whole life, there has been one group in TV and movies that has never been the good side. There has never been an empathetic side for this one group. There's always been in any genre of movie where this one group was in it, that they were always the bad guy, that no one cared when they were killed, and most of the time were very happy when they were killed. Jackson, would you tell me what that one group is? The Nazis. Yes, Jackson, exactly. (laughs) So why would you ever want to be on that side? Because let's be quite honest here. Unfortunately... There was a loss of life as well as some injuries to people that were part of, I believe at this time, a peaceful protest or a peaceful anti-protest, whichever one you want to call it that time. 
when that piece of shit drove his car into 19 people and killed a young woman, if that had been someone who drove into the opposite side, if someone had driven into a bunch of people holding Nazi flags, no one would care. Right. That sucks because you're supposed to have peaceful protests and you're supposed to, you know, not kill people when you're protesting and everything. But really, is our world at any loss? Right. And and you're right about that. And it's fucked up to say it because there's no easy way to say it. But no, I would never want violence, period. Sure. But I mean, if you're picking a side, come on. You know what I mean? It's It's, it's common sense. You would rather have the Nazis get hit. Well, that's how we were raised. And it's actually right. a good way to be raised. If you go over to Germany, I lived over in Germany, you can't even joke about Nazi stuff. Rightfully so. I'm going to disagree with you. I think we should be able to joke about anything, which I've stated multiple times on the show. But I'm just saying that in Germany. Well, yeah, I think in Germany it's different. Well, they're very, very, very ashamed. Like, yeah. even though most of the people there had absolutely nothing to do with anything like that, they are still very, very ashamed. So you can't even joke about it over there because someone will beat the shit out of you. They get yeah. very, very uptight about that stuff. And it is understandable. Absolutely. It, it is, for sure. And I know this is totally off topic, but you lived in Germany. Yes, it is. Is the stereotype true where everyone's very serious? They are a very serious people. They can be. That is, <laughs> it is true. But I've also known some very funny people that are German as well. So once again, that's why stereotypes don't necessarily work for people, right? Yes, right. They, they suck. Germany is a beautiful country with amazing food, amazing culture. I would recommend it to anyone who's going to go travel, for sure. It's one of my favorite places. I would love to travel there. Yeah, man. Honestly, it's amazing. But here's the deal, though, too. They did some things in their past, but it's mm -hmm. in the past. Here in the States, we have freedom of speech. We can go ahead and we can talk about whatever we want. And I do want to say something, too, because I notice there are a lot, a lot of really unintelligent people. And Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, Jackson. It's not just on the alt-right. Oh, for sure. And that's one of the things that I hear not a lot of people talking about. And that's what we're doing here on the show because this is a real show with a person, especially me, who looks at all sides of arguments. So for people that don't know, hate speech is covered by freedom of speech. No, well, all speech. <laughs> but if you notice when you hear people talking about it, a lot of people are saying that hate speech is not covered by freedom of speech. It absolutely is. If you think that, you need to go read, become more intelligent and then come back to the conversation. I agree with that. No, there, there, I never in, you know, the whole time that this was happening, of course I'm thinking, you know, fuck those guys. They shouldn't be doing that. Of course. But I do know that what they're doing is completely legal. Right. And, you know, I guess that's, I think that's what maybe some people should have an issue with if they have an issue with it. I'm not saying take away freedom of speech, but I'm saying if people have a problem with this, they shouldn't exactly have a problem with the hate speech part. That's just freedom of speech for you. What are you going to do? Everyone gets to do that. It's not just them. Right. Anyone wanting to push an agenda can do this regardless of what they're saying. Even if it's completely fucked up, they get to do that. Of course, the violence that they were bringing is clearly – there's no freedom of violence rule over here. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I think people should really be mad. Not exactly 
you know, to, to, to make what they're doing illegal by what they say, but by what they do is what I have the problem with. Yes, it's supposed to be nonviolent or peaceful. Right. You know, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. They are different definitions for sure. That's kind of what I want to I want to get into all this stuff, because even though I I don't even know why anyone have to state it, I hate Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's ridiculous that we're even talking about it like it's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. But you also have to start thinking about freedom of speech. I, I still feel a little weird that a lot of them, if not all of them, probably who have been identified are going to lose their jobs because of it. I personally think they should. Because I don't think there's room for people who think like that here. But again, what they did was not illegal. The ones who are holding up the signs right. that I, I'm not going against that. But just as a person. <laughs> They're little pussy tiki torches. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I understand that it's all legal. But it, it's not what they were. It's just what they were saying to me. Oh, it's awful I don't stuff. think there's room for people like that, um, you know, to work with. You know, And it does go against maybe a jobs conduct laws. You know what I mean? So, like, let's say one of them posted it on, like, their Facebook. Yo, I'm a Nazi. Uh, fuck all these races and everything like that. Like, they can get fired for that, you know, justly. True, but I guess that's where I'm, where I'm questioning it a little bit. So, when you leave work, Jackson, do you still consider yourself a representation of the company that you work for? For the company I work for now? No. <laughs> All right, well, that's personal just for, <laughs> I know, for that I know company. I know that's a little too detailed. Right. I get what you're saying, but honestly, no. Right, and I would assume in most cases that those people don't either because I also wouldn't think of myself as a representative of my company. Now, I do try to be a decent human being, and I do have morals and values and things, so I am not going to act like a piece of shit animal like a right. Nazi would. But yes. here's my question to you, though. So what if your job is listening to this show? And let's just make it a fun reference, right? Let's not get all serious with this. So what if your boss really loves sleeping with sirens? Yeah. Exactly. I would have quit already. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. We make fun <laughs> of sleeping with sirens a lot. We Okay, let's say your boss is a huge five-finger death punch fan. Would have quit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just keep going. All right, Jackson. Why don't you make your <laughs> reference? No, no, no. Just keep going. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were going to go like right for a band I love. Like, what if he was a Silent Planet fan? No, no, no. Why would I do that? No, this is no. this is serious and joking at yes. the same time. <laughs> but if they were like, hey, we didn't like what you said on the show, that's not a representation of what we want out there for people to hear you're fired. Wouldn't you have a problem with that? I would for that reason. I think it because I think it's like different. It's like a context thing. Like, but there's no. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on, Jackson. We've talked about this before. There's no more context in the country. <laughs> so why are you even bringing it up? I don't know. If there's a definition for that word anymore. I get what you're saying. No, that's that's for <laughs> sure. People people don't do that anymore. They don't fuck with context anymore. <laughs> um, but in my point of view, if let's say. The way I, I guess for me to get as serious as I can, let's say my boss is an atheist and I'm a Christian right. and he fires me because I go to church on Sundays and I preach when I leave work and that doesn't represent it. So he fires me. Sure. If he fired me, I would be okay with it. Not because what he did was right, but because I got fired for something that I believe in. So I would be okay with it. Is it right? Probably not. 
I, I guess that's my stance on it. If they if these people really want to fucking stand for they what they believe in, they got to take hits for it. That's just the way it is. Nothing comes easy when you're standing for something serious. You know what I mean? So if they want to do that, I hope they're aware that you know they can get fired or whatever it is that happens to them. That I feel like that comes with the price of standing for what you believe in. Just like every single stance that's ever been done in America, those people always go through like a fuck ton of hardships and they end up taking hits. Well, I do like your opinion on that. I definitely do. I do find that in the real world situation where that happened, I think you would feel differently. If that was the way you were supporting your family, if that was the way you know you were getting food for yourself, for sure, and you had no outside help whatsoever, and you realized that that was going to make sure that you would not be able to get another job, I think that that would have way more of an effect on you. Oh no, yeah, but like like I said, it would it would be awful, right, for me, for sure. I would I would I would not be happy. I, it would be really bad for me. But I hope people who are intelligent know that when they're getting into that, that can happen. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but they're not intelligent. Oh, never, no, especially these guys. But I always I really do like a specific quote that was actually about the Nazis, and you might have it, heard. Lots of variations of it. But I always like this. And I've applied this to actually lots in my life. Ooh. First, they came for the socialists. And I did not speak out. Because I was not a socialist. Then, they came for the trade unionist. And I did not speak out. Because I was not a trade unionist. Then, they came for the Jews. And I did not speak out. Because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. And that's a pretty famous quote. That's not something I made up. And I'm very, very bad at pronouncing German names because I used to be fluent in German. And I had it beaten out of me as a kid. So we talked about the stuff I went through with bullying and everything. That's what Americans did to me because I was different. But you can change those words and mean a lot of things. I tend to use it a lot for freedom of speech. When I see people saying that, you know, these protests should be shut down, for one thing, we have freedom to protest. To say that, hey, you shouldn't be able to say certain things, once again, we have freedom of speech. The reason why I do worry about things sometimes is because context is gone now, and it might never come back. And that's a shame, because it's true. Right. So I worry that when people start talking about podcasting, what if there was regulation on it? You know, there's lots of things that are affected in your life by these things and right now you can say of course nazis fucking suck and of course we all hate them and of course they shouldn't be around they shouldn't even fucking exist it's ridiculous but what about when they come for you right and that's kind of the way i think of things that's why i'm always trying to see everyone's point of view it is very hard for me to think of anything that would be positive about what this alt-right white supremacy movement is doing there isn't. There's no way. No, guess what? I can find a positive in it. Would you like to hear it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a sketchy setup, but I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good, but... I'm good at that, remember? Very good at that. <laughs> no, seriously. The positive that I see is from being such an open and honest person, I don't like when evil hides. So I like to see right now that there are actually people out there carrying Nazi flags. I like to see that they're not just hiding and keeping that hate all filled to themselves and 
they're going to go out and do something that you have no idea about. I like to actually know what people think. So I would rather know that those people are Nazis than not know and assume that they're human beings. I think that's I think that was a good setup. I, that's <laughs> Thank true. You. <laughs> I, I would rather not have them hide either. So yeah, that was that was good. And that is very, very true. We would much rather see the evil than not know about it. But here's the thing, 100%. Jackson. I agree with you because you and I are on the same page on this one. But there are plenty of people out there right now. When you're talking about shutting people up, when you're talking about taking away people's jobs, if they say certain things, then you're making them go underground. You're not giving them the platform to show you what they are. And right now, they have that platform so we know who they are. And that, to me, is a good thing. Because it's the same with Westboro Baptist Church. I don't want to shut them up because I want to know who they are. And not to understand them. That's not the point. It's to know that they exist. I don't want underground movements. I don't want things that can fuck us in the end. I want to know right now that this is what we're dealing with. It's true. No, that's it's, that's right. And and really the only problem is how to deal with it. What do you do? Like, what is the answer? You can either A, ignore them, or B, no. confront them. Ignoring is the worst thing you can do. And And that's what I would think too. But like... There are people who just see this as stupidity and they just ignore it. But how do you confront something like this? Because you want these people not to hide, but you want it to stop. You know what I mean? It's like taking it out of them. And it's it's like, how do you do that? You know, I almost want to say it's impossible, but that's so fucked up. It is possible, it's but you got to you got to do it the way the movies and TV do it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> John send John Wick to fuck them all. <laughs> Think about any movie you have possibly seen where there are Nazis. Tell me what happens to them. They face tragic deaths. Well, I wouldn't say it was tragic. Well, not tragic. Tragic <laughs> for them. Not think for it makes the world a little better. But hey, we're a satire show. We are not actually condoning violence and killing. It's just that's Hell what no. that's what we've been taught though through our whole entire lives. And it's funny that no one's bringing that up. But really. I know, you know, some theaters are showing uh, Inglorious Bastards, you know, coming up so that people can get all like, hey, it's the bear Jew and he has a bat and he's beating, you know, Nazis' heads in. Well, yeah, we love talking about that. But are you going to allow that? You know, are we right. are we going to wipe them out again? Like, what's what's the plan here? Because there's no direction. Because you're supposed to say, okay, well, we're supposed to be peaceful protesters. But really... And let's be honest once again. I mean, look, we're always honest. It's satire, so we're joking around in certain points, but we're still, you know, being honest with our opinions and everything. That piece of fucking shit who drove a car who was, by the way, couldn't even use his hands and fists, has to drive a car into a group of people killing a woman. So we have the tragic death of this woman because of this piece of shit. Why didn't anyone pull him out of that car and shoot him in the head or go, hey, you probably love the fucking movie American History X, probably the first half of it, right? <laughs> Put your teeth on the fucking curb. Do you really think that anyone would follow suit after that and go, oh, yeah, that whole being a Nazi thing is a real good idea? That's true. No, but it's... I'm not, and once again, not condoning it, but we live in yeah. a quote-unquote civilized society where the bad guys get away with things. He got away with hurting and killing someone for their cause. And there are plenty of people online that are behind him for what he did. And sure, it's easy to say, don't fight hate with hate. 
It's very, very easy to say that. But I'm saying in general, when you think about that, what do you think would have stopped anyone else from thinking that was an okay thing to do? But I specifically remember that scene in American History X. And you know that movie, right? Have you seen that? No, yeah. That, this is one of the ones I could say I saw that you saw. It's an amazing fucking movie. Right. Something really, really bad happens to the Nazi in that movie. And he realizes that by the kindness of someone of a different race, that not everyone is a terrible person and that he was a fucking idiot and realize that, oh, shit, white people can be shitty, too. Because guess what? That's the thing. I could never possibly be racist because I've met the worst people from every different race. There are shitty people all over the fucking world. Anybody with a brain yes. knows that. There's <laughs> shitty people, every race, color, religion, sexual orientation, no matter where you're from, every side has shitty people. But that's the thing, Jackson. I'm not sure that white supremacists do understand that. I'm not they sure don't. that other people who are of a certain race who have a group or whatever that do similar things to white supremacists, I don't know if they know that either. And that's the weird thing to me. I'm like, have you not lived your life and yeah. realized that everyone is shitty like not as shitty as they are but there are shitty people just every fucking place yeah there's not like a certain there's not like a fucking stat that's like hey white people are 50 percent shitty and black people are 48 percent shittier like every single race has shitty people right I'm fucking Cuban. Do you think I love every single Cuban in the world? No. no. You know how many shitty Cubans I've like met? Like 98%. I hate some of them. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. I've met shitty white people, black people, brown people. It doesn't matter. There's shitty people everywhere. It's just the way life is. And there's good people everywhere. And that's Positive. the thing. I, I took the more negative funny spin on that. But you can also right. say I've met amazing people of all different races as well. Exactly. There is good people in every single ethnic category as well. There is shitty and good. Which is what changes the lead character in American History X. It's not that he realizes that everyone's shitty. He also realizes that there are good people as well. Yeah. And and honestly, I thought that was, you know, and well, it's supposed to be, but I always imagined that that was the point of America where there's, you know, every single nationality you can think of all in one place. And for the most part, they get along. And then you got people like this fucking that up. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I hope people are able to handle, you know, a real discussion about this. Because I know, at least from what I've heard, from what I've read, it's very hard to find any place that does all different views. It's always, you know, one and then condemning that one or one and condemning the other. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. You know, I see all these people saying, hey, if you're a racist or you're a white supremacist or whatever you are, unfollow me or I don't want to be your friend on Facebook, whatever the fuck. I don't want people to do that. I don't like that either, by the way. I'd rather talk to them, honestly. Those, the conversations are important. Yeah, or not just talk to them, but try or see what they're putting out so that you aren't surprised later on. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see how dumb these arguments are. I want to see what they even think. What they're capable of. Exactly. I want to know how the enemy thinks. I don't want to be blind to it. I want to know this stuff. I know I'm smarter than them already. I know that I can debate them under the table. I know that I could kick the shit out of them if I wanted to, too. But to blind myself to them, that's ridiculously stupid. Yeah, I agree. 
I look, I understand that people don't want to wake up and see hate on their timeline unless it's a brand new Ian hates music or a brand new <laughs> Ian hates movie. See what a plug right there, right? What a fucking plug. What a plug. <laughs> but real hate, you know, the the stuff that we're trying to take back. That stuff. I understand you don't want to necessarily see that on your timeline, on your Twitter feed, whatever. Obviously. But also think about it this way. You want to be aware of what the world is really like around you. Exactly. It's really not all Skittles and Starburst. It's not. And I'm not talking about Jackson's dogs. I'm talking about the actual sugary treat. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that. As soon as he said Skittles, I was like, here comes the dog. (laughs) Oh, jokes, jokes, jokes. Anyways, so if you want to educate yourself, the best way is not to just listen to people that are making your same arguments. The way to get smarter, the way to get more intelligent, the way to actually be able to do something like Jackson and I are doing right now. Which is fucking awesome. Dude, it's to listen to other people, and I appreciate that too. So I'm so glad that you and I can have these conversations because it really does mean something. And look, we're going to get to your scene news. We're going to get to new songs. We're going to get to all that. We're going to have... This is so important. Yeah. We're going to have more fun, but this is what musicians are talking about. You know, musicians are going to start choosing not to go to certain places. They already did it, I think, what was it, South Carolina, when they were doing the gay people can't buy food the here, ba- you know, use the bathrooms, yeah, the bathroom all that bullshit. Bands stopped going to certain places there. That's going to start happening again in different areas. If, if there starts to be a central hub of white supremacy, you people who live there who may not be white supremacists, you're going to lose out. Like that kind of stuff is going to start happening. So you need to know how to, I don't know, defend yourself to do whatever. Like this is just going to keep on getting worse if people start acting blind. I thought we had learned enough from history to know that when you try and ignore something, it gets fucking worse. Yeah, it's it's true. It's like, you know, the people who stop performing at certain places just because of their beliefs. I think that is the worst thing to do because then that place owns that belief and there is no contradictions to it right that is officially like let's say uh fucking texas completely boom nazi territory because everyone that, who man. didn't want to do with the nazis san antonio and austin would that. never do that oh no hell no dude uh even bro. right now by the way on the news right now <laughs> there's the next nazi rally is supposed to be in a in college station on on 9-11 and september 11th here in texas wait and by the way do you know there's supposed to be one in Boston this weekend? Wow. That oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. But but anyways, let's say they go and there is nothing there. Contradict them. Absolutely nothing. They fucking own that thing, man. If people leave them, they're winning. That is and I'm not saying to go out there and whoop their ass, but you do have to take a stance. If you stay quiet, nothing gets done. It, it really doesn't. And, you know, that's why, like, me and Ian like to talk about this shit. Not only because bands, you know, of course we started this off because bands are talking about it and everything. Right. But obviously me and people are fucking American citizens, too. Obviously we have opinions of this before we saw anybody in a band oh, right. you know, tweet about it. That was just our gateway yeah. to talk about it. I mean, look, I like Mark Hoppus a lot, but I was not following his Twitter feed and then went, wait a second, what's happening in Virginia? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We live here. We we see this shit firsthand. Like, you know, we woke up and saw the news and it's like, holy fuck, is this like for real? Right. Exactly. So I don't know. I hope that 
help some people. I know people might be thinking like, who the fuck do Ian and Jackson think they are? We're the fucking best. Yeah, talk to us about it if you had a problem with it too. You want to debate? That's fine. We're completely open to that. Like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to delete your tweets. So yeah. go ahead. Fucking bring it on. I could care less. I'm way smarter. Exactly. Look, seriously, if someone is a white supremacist or you're just a racist, like whichever one you are, I already know I'm more intelligent than you. You'll never win an argument with me. Fine. Come on. Bring it. Yeah, exactly. And and, and also the whole thing that we do, I mean, I don't think we're like fucking, you know, patriots or no shit like that. But I think what we do really does mean something. This is coming from different groups you being you know like a white how dare you agnostic yeah well caucasian you're about to fucking hear it caucasian (laughs) caucasian (laughs) like you being a caucasian agnostic person and me being a fucking hispanic you know religious person right we're agreeing on something of course we ignore each other did i not do the show because of who you are no we even and, and dude, we've disagreed on this show so many fucking times. Yeah. Did, did we like not do another episode because we disagreed with no. each other? No. I've tried firing you for forever. And you're yeah, just, it's just not gonna happen. You're still here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know what I mean? Like we talk about this stuff. There's never been a time where me and Ian disagreed with each other on something, which happens a lot. <laughs> it and does. when we're done, we're fucking like pissed at each other and like that's it. I'm not dealing with him. No. We disagree. We agree to disagree, and that's it. Well, and I that hate that saying, though. By the way, fuck off. We, yeah, I whatever. I don't care. <laughs> that's the good hate. We're gonna go with that. <laughs> there you go. Yes, the good hate. That's true. You know, the point is to have conversations about what we see, what I see, what you see. We talk about it. Poof. That's it. <laughs> We're not stupid enough to want to fight or nothing like that, or really let it out because that's just not the way to go about things, and that's the way. You know, you can relate that to the whole, I can't believe I'm saying this, the fucking Nazi movement that we're having now. Those people, do not tell them, yo, uh, you're a Nazi. I don't ever want to see you here. You know what? Come here. Let's fucking talk. Or whatever happens, it, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? If they bring the violence, what are you going to do? Well, yeah. You got to give it back. That would be their major mistake. That's for sure. Yeah, that would, that would be a mistake. Because I, I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying that if someone comes at you with a fucking stick... You like go in, you know, fucking bare position and you just crawl and you hide. But whoever starts the violence are clearly the ones that look like idiots. You know what I mean? Like them walking down streets with fucking shields and fucking weapons and stuff like that. Already, whatever they want to say already is just like, no, it's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Finishing violence is always the better way. Right. Because it's the only way at that moment to stop it. Like that guy coming down with the car. What would be the way to stop it? Unfortunately, you'd either have to A, fucking slash his tires and he'd flip, he'd possibly die. What is this, I don't Fast know. and Furious? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, how would you stop a fucking no, car? No, it's that's true. All you can really do is duck out of the way or use another car to go at him. Yeah. And that probably exactly. wouldn't have been smart either. Right. And, and that's just, it's the only real answer to that stuff. And that's all we have. And, you know, I mean, the message of the day, guys, just fucking be good people. Stop hurting each other. Stop killing each other. It's stupid. No matter what you believe in, it, it's still not worth hurting somebody or talking shit to somebody just because you think you're fucking better than them. You know, it's Especially true. Especially you Nazis out there. It's so stupid. I wanted to bring something up earlier that I was thinking about as well. Like I was thinking, like, you know, what if we just all took some type of a pharmaceutical pill that just changed everyone's skin color? 
to something different. And we were just like, oh, well, obviously that's going to solve everything. It definitely wouldn't because I thought about also the South Park episode where they basically got rid of religion. When they got rid of religion, then there were three different atheist groups and they were at (laughs) war because they couldn't decide on the right atheist name for the whole entire world. So it just ends up being we're human beings and unfortunately we're never going to get along. That's just the way it is. It doesn't have to deal with skin color. It doesn't necessarily have to deal with religion either. It's just something we're just, we're not built for that, unfortunately, but we can always try. Yeah. We have, you know, we all carry the same body parts, you know, well, male and female kind of body parts. You know what I mean? We're all, you know, we all have blood coursing through our veins, but when it comes to the way the mind works, there is not one person who thinks the same as another. And, you know, you can be friends and family with that person still. There is no, you know, not everyone is going to think the same. You know, the only thing that separates you from them is the way you react to not being the same as that person. And a lot of the times that differentiates whether you're a good or bad person. It all just depends on how you can relate to someone who doesn't agree with you. It's very true, man. So, okay. Do you think we got everything out? Whoa. Did that? Did we pass the ten minute timer you wanted to talk about this topic for? A little bit. A little okay. bit. A tiny bit. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What a weird transition this is going to be. Did we go off script? Oh, we certainly did. It's a good thing we don't script this fucking show. <laughs> exactly. If not, that would have been very censored. I guess final thing. I don't know. Fuck Nazis. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. Boom. All right. Yep. Moving on here. This is a nice story. You know, to follow up that one. So it turns out that. The father of Cliff Burton, who used to be in Metallica before he passed away tragically, he has been donating the royalty checks that he's been continuing to get over the years to a musical scholarship program, I believe, from Cliff's old school. Yep, that's true. And it's a significant amount of money, I think, too. Because he was on, what, the first, like, three albums? Yes. I believe he died after Ride the Lightning, is what I want to say. Which are all very popular albums still. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they still get sold, you know, every single day. That's And yes, it, uh, he is doing it for, I, I believe he's giving free rides to every, you know, to most students at that school that he went to. You know, he, he claimed, the, the father of Cliff Burton says that, you know, Cliff was really big into education and that he even went to that school and that, you know, he believes that everyone should go through that, that it's good for people. So, it's a good thing he's doing. That's really cool. Obviously, he could be hogging the money and getting whatever he wants with this, but that's not the way they want to do that, and that's really good stuff to hear. Yeah, man. You need a nice story like that every once in a while. Yeah, now we're back on music. It's good to talk about a good part. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so this might get us into a debate. Let's just go back to debating again. Oh, shit. So it turns out that Chris Cornell is going to get a statue in Seattle. Jackson... What do you think about that? You know, I don't know, honestly. Uh, I don't like when people die, so I'm obviously sad about <laughs> the death. But I don't know if it's, if it, you know, I don't think the guy needs a statue. And it's not because of something he did or didn't do. I just, you know, he's gone. I, I don't think he needs a, a statue. Then again, I'm the kind of guy that also believes that when I die, I don't even think I should have a burial site. I don't even want to be put in a grave, so... I guess that's just my point on that. Yeah. I, I don't really like the whole memorial thing after someone's death. Yeah, I don't know why you would either, because obviously when the zombies show up, do you want to be a zombie? 
Exactly. exactly. Like I, I tell my dad that all the time and he gets so pissed. Dad, when <laughs> I die, do not if I die before you, do not bury me. Just just burn me yep. and like throw the ashes in the wall. I don't know. That's just right. do something with it. Yep. I don't want you to visit me, you know, in my grave when I'm dead. I don't want any of that. That's that's just sad. You know, I'm gone and that's it. That that's it. So I the whole statue thing, it's like, eh. I mean, I, I guess it's cool for fa- I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I just don't I don't see the point. Well, that's the thing. I think when you pass away, it's mostly about the people that you leave behind, right? So it's the same kind of thing we were talking about with suicide before when we did our special episode. Right. This is the same thing too. I mean, you could make the claim right now that erecting a statue to Chris Cornell in Seattle is glorifying suicide. Some people will say that. Oh, and I've seen and them I think say it's it. understandable. Yeah. And that's the thing that you have to kind of balance because if he had lived to 80 and then just died of natural causes, would he get a statue? Maybe if he was murdered, he would have gotten a statue. It's always some different way that you go out is when you get remembered. So right. there are people that might think, hey, you know, my life isn't going well. I would rather, you know, very similar to what Kurt Cobain said. I'd rather burn out than fade away. And technically, that's what Chris Cornell did. Right. So I don't know. For me, I'm not big on statues of anything. I'm actually with you. I'm surprised that we were actually on the (laughs) same page with the whole, you know, after we die thing. I couldn't give a shit less what happens after I'm dead. Like, that's why. That's how I am. That's why, like, organ donation, like, all that kind of stuff is great, I think. You know, I know (laughs) some people have issues with that. I don't necessarily understand that but i think most of it is for when you get buried i think people assume that's almost like your legacy you've left something there where people can come and visit you in a way yeah i don't do that i don't like it i don't like it either i've never understood it i know why people do it but for me i don't understand that so i would rather donate organs or whatever and then burn my body and Fuck it, I don't give a shit. Why would I care what happens to the ashes? I don't know. Yeah, that, and that's what I told them. Like, I even have friends because I'm one of the only organ donors out of all my friends. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, I don't want people fucking with my body after I'm dead. And I'm just like, what the fuck does it matter? Who gives like, a shit? I don't. I don't like my body right now. I don't give a fuck about it when it's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously, I'm not happy with it right now. I can give three shits about what my fucking body's doing when I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like, I I really don't see the point and all that stuff. And it's just sad. Like, I don't want someone to drive out, you know, to, you know, like, Hey, everyone dress nice. We're going to go visit Jackson. No, no, I don't know that. It, it just sounds like wrong to me. And, and I don't like that. If you, you know, of course I, you know, believe in, you know, God and everything. And I, and I know where I'm going when I go, you know, I believe Shonies. you can do that on your own time. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to a place to do it. So that, that's how I look at it. No, I completely understand. I have never understood graveyards. Never, like, to me, like, it almost sounds like I'm one of the evil realtors in a movie. I'm just like, that's prime real estate. Why, why would we have all these dead bodies here with a bunch of stones? Makes absolutely no sense to me. We could be doing a whole lot more with that. Plus, dude, that's how pet cemeteries start. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I Look, I love my dog and everything, but... I didn't want to bury him and have him come back like that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes dead is better. Oh my God, Ian, please. <laughs> <laughs> the accent, no. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. 
It was good. Have you seen that fuck, movie? I... Come on. That was good. <laughs> Obviously. See, that's another one. Oh, shit. Two for two. Wow, episode. Jackson. Damn. Someone's a oh. movie going motherfucker. Yeah, and a little extra foreshadowing here. This isn't the only thing that we're agreeing on in this episode. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, man, the whole the whole grave thing, obviously, it's it's not for us. So maybe our opinion doesn't really matter on this. I'm I'm sure people did not expect what our answer, honestly. Well, it's still weird that people to me go see Kurt Cobain's grave. Like that's still a weird yeah. thing. And look, Kurt Cobain changed my life. Like absolutely. But I also tend to follow the way he was in life, which is leave me the fuck alone. Like yeah. Kurt does not want to be an attraction for anybody. So why would I go and make his stuff a tourist trap? Like it it's ridiculous to me. That's great for people that go and it makes you feel good, like awesome for you. But I remember what he was like. I read all the biographies. I remember before he passed away, he didn't want any of that. Yeah, and and I, man, this other thing that really rubs me the wrong way is when people go to like famous people's sites and they like take pictures of the grave or like take pictures of them with the grave mm-hmm. and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. That oh, that shit is disgusting to me. I I can't see people doing that. Going back to Nazis and shit. What about people that take selfies at at concentration camps? Yeah, like I can't do that. Like, why? It's despicable. What is, why do you need that? Some people are fucked up, man. Like, seriously, people are fucked up. They don't have tact. They don't understand certain things. Like, people are just fucked up. Yeah, I agree. Again, bad people everywhere, no matter what you look like. Just the way it is. All right. Well, here, maybe some happy news for people. Me without you are going. What a transition. Yeah. Me without you are hitting the road again. They are going out for the 15-year anniversary tour of their first album, A to B, Life. And I always just call that album Life. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. All right, good. They're going out with Pianos Became the Teeth, and sometimes they're going to have Strawberry Girls and also Slow Mass. So they'll be making their way around. I think that's pretty cool. 15 years. That's impressive. Yeah, I I don't listen to any of these bands, so I have no input on this. <laughs> the only band I've actually even heard of is Pianos Became Teeth. Wait. That's the only one I've heard. You've never heard Me Without You? No. Oh, you should give them a listen. I mean, they're not the greatest or anything, but you should definitely check them out. Okay. Yeah, I, I have nothing to say about this. <laughs> so next up, another band. So really, this one isn't a tour announcement. It's just stating for anyone who's able to attend that the Dillinger Escape Plan have announced their final show they're going to be doing it in New York City, so you know Ty is going to be there. The date is December 29th of this year at Terminal 5 in New York City. They're going to have Code Orange and Daughters as the openers. Maybe they'll change some things around too and add more people. Who knows? But that is going to be their final ever show. I'm not the biggest Dillinger Escape plan. I like them. But the main thing I took out of the story was, holy shit, Code Orange is blowing up to be fucking opening for Dillinger Escape Plan at their final show. Oh, for ever. sure. Like the exposure that they're going to get that day. Oh, man. No, absolutely. For sure. And that show will sell out for sure. I'm sure that Ty will be there, and I'm sure he'll write about it in his blog and take pictures and everything, so I definitely look forward to that. Hell yeah, man. By the way, anytime you want to see Ty's blog, you can click the link in the description of every episode. More sick-ass plugs. So, another rage-inducing story. Uh, I Prevail has announced a new tour, a headlining tour, by the way, with The Word Alive, We Came as Romans, and Escape the Fate. 
And again, so already headlining. Already, yeah. So they are headlining in front of three veteran, very, yeah. very popular acts that should never be opening for I Prevail. Yeah, and, and the order is also humorous too. It, it goes, I Prevail, Word Alive, We Came as Romans, Escape the Fate being the first opening band. That to me blows my mind. And I guess really we shouldn't care. It's not really no. a big deal. Like we know the money draw is I Prevail for sure. I mean, everyone should know that. But wouldn't you think that maybe they as a band would say, whoa, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many times are they going to play Stuck in Your Head? Are they going to open and close with it? <laughs> they have to. I guess so. They give the people their money. <laughs> yeah, they, their certainly, money. they certainly don't have the amount of tracks they need to headline a big show like that. Like I told you, the last time I saw them headline, they played a medley of covers. You know when you play a medley of covers? It's because you don't have enough of your own music. That's ridiculous. They, they are not pushing this band the right organic way. Trust me, this band would still be huge. They don't need this you know big push that they're getting. This should have been done way more organically. Well, look, I'll give them credit for ripping off WWE and yeah. having you know the way that they're marketing it. It looks very good. I will say that. And I'm obviously not going to the show. There's no way that I'm going to pay that kind of money to see I Prevail. But also, I think the big thing to note is they said, hey, we've talked about this on the show before. Let me go ahead and check out what that VIP <laughs> is going to be like. With the ticket. With the ticket. So yes, I'm going to tell you costs first, and then we'll go through some other things. So the cost of VIP with a ticket, one general mission ticket, is $99 without tax. <laughs> So add in another whatever processing fee plus tax, you're probably looking at like 115 maybe. And I'm just taking a guess that might not be right, but I'm also not going to click through that to pretend like I'm buying it. <laughs> I could pretend like you give a shit for a second. Yeah, no, no. I, I went <laughs> through enough of this already to see. But <laughs> this is where I will give them some credit. We did talk about VIP. Now, first of all, that is so extravagant that I can't, believe anyone would ever pay that amount of money for them but they will get it it'll probably sell out their vip will probably sell out but this is what they're offering so they did change things around a little bit you've got the general mission ticket then there's a sound check party now i don't know what that means i don't know if that means they just get to watch sound check or maybe there's going to be pizza there or something i don't know i don't know what an i prevail party would be it certainly be pizza it certainly wouldn't have alcohol that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> You can't give alcohol to 14. No, no, it's it's against the law. So that <laughs> certainly won't happen. But so sound check party, meet and greet, pro photo op. By the way, oh. I've never seen that before. Pro photo op. T-shirt, knit beanie, foam rock fist, I prevail trading cards, sign poster, and early venue entry. Now, what I will say about this, the trading cards, because they look like WWE you know, action figure guys, in the trading cards, the trading cards, the foam rock fist, all that stuff is unique. Yeah. You'll probably only be able to get it on that tour. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, you know, they did include the shirt and the beanie. Yeah. And just that alone would probably be about 20, 25 each. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at 50 something probably for those two, if you were just to buy it at the merch table. Right. So I will give them that. 
right now, this is the first time I've ever seen them put that much in the VIP package because they're doing sound check as well. So if they are playing songs during sound check, then that's awesome. All right, I will, yeah. I'll give you that. I still wouldn't pay that kind of money, but I could see a 13 or 14 year old girl begging their parents to take them early to do this. Like, hey, we saved up our Dairy Queen money. Like, can we go? There you go. Great, I prevail. You sucked the money out of these little girls. Yeah. <laughs> and all the frat boys, too. Oh, yeah. But the frat boys are like, hey, just can we can we lay off one night of drinking? And then they got that money, and it's fine. <laughs> but here's the deal, though, Jackson. So that's one thing. I did want to mention, though, because we are such an open and honest show, I noticed literally today that there's another band. Now, I looked up the VIP for the Worcester, Massachusetts show. Because they're not actually coming to Boston. They're going to Worcester. Which is actually kind of telling. But there's another band on there that has a VIP. I didn't see if the other two do. But Escape the Fate also has a VIP. Oh, cool. I'm going to tell you this. I don't want you to fucking fall over and faint. But I found out that their VIP package, with a general admission ticket included, is 74. Hmm. What does it bring? That's 25 less. Well, here's what they got. A meet and greet. A signed polaroid pick of the band cool. and fan well but quality wise a pro pick would be better right Ooh. oh yeah, just saying yes. just saying yeah but polaroids are cool though well that's the new trend right now yeah and by the way they save money by doing that they do and i think it's cooler anyways if i had a choice i'd pick polaroid all right well there you go honest. so this is more on jackson's side here all right then you've got a souvenir laminate with a lanyard a poster a raffle ticket for a prize at the end of the tour, a download card of a new single, and then early access to merch and 10% off all merchandise. Now, mm. that actually doesn't have as much in it because you're not getting a sound check, you're not getting any of that kind of stuff. It actually has less in it, technically, than the I Prevail one does. Yeah, it does. There's no arguing that. But it is also 25 less, but still, I think money-wise, it doesn't necessarily even out. So I just wanted to mention this to people because we have had this debate before. You know, there's a big debate between different sides of, for one, hey, these bands are milking their fans. I remember the days when, you know, bands would just hang out at merch tables or come out after the show and hang out and all that kind of stuff. But then also, people were making more money off their music back then, too. Yeah, some bands really can't do that, to be honest. Right. So it is difficult for me to say, like, this is too much. Now, I can definitely put a limit on myself on what band I think is worth that amount of money. Obviously, for me, I Prevail is not worth that amount of money. I fucking love Craig Mabbitt, but $74 plus tax is probably too much money for me on that one, too. Yeah. But I want to say, though, too, I bought VIP for Vanna's final show at the same venue. And with Vanna's final show... If I'm not mistaken, and once this gets closer, I'll actually read exactly what I got from it. But on that, I think the VIP was like 40 bucks, somewhere around there. And that has a sound check, an acoustic set, a meet and greet hangout, the limited edition like final tour merchandise that you get for free as well. Plus, you get to watch from side stage. And keep in mind, this is their absolute final show. That's fucking sick. That is a sick package. Yeah, but I'm willing to pay for that because of those extras. So it's all a balancing act on who you like. I personally think that I Prevail bleeds their fans dry. That's my own personal opinion. No, I and I agree with you. And I'll never forget. the. I've only done VIP once in my whole life. 
and it was at a festival called Unsilent Night. It was last year, and with that, it was $80, which sounds like a lot, but this is a festival VIP. Mm-hmm. So it's 80 bucks, and you get an Unsilent Night shirt, the laminate. You get to go in early. It comes with the ticket, and I got to meet Motionless and White, Crown the Empire, Upon a Burning Body, and Fit for a King, get stuffed autograph from them, and take pictures with them. That was for 80, and that was for all those bands. Right. And that makes so more for sense. Ninety nine, right? For, for fucking I prevail. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, and I thought that was also the weirdest thing that's happened as a trend recently. Now it's not all the bands getting together; it's one band. So if you like two bands on the show, you would not be able to pay for both because it would be an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, and and yeah, and I remember it, 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 I didn't even remember that it used to be all the bands together doing it. It was like a venue offering, not a band offering. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to let people know, look, if you got super excited, if you got like a super huge boner because we were talking about fucking I Prevail and stuff, then go ahead. Like, go pay 115 Sorry if we brought you down. <laughs> anyway, all right. I guess we're done with that for now. But I think that's yeah. a trend that's going to continue, though. Oh, for sure. And soon it'll be a $150 VIP. Well, Wait for the next album. Actually, you, you kind of brought up something. So... Marilyn Manson is going to be in Boston at House of Blues in October. And we had talked about, you know, how much I love Marilyn Manson, but how the quality of the shows have kind of gone down, in my opinion. I checked out just because, you know, Ticketmaster sent me a thing saying, hey, meet and greet with Marilyn Manson. Now, I consider Marilyn Manson one of the greatest rock stars of all time. It's a little different than I prevail. So also, Marilyn Manson doesn't normally go meet people. That's another thing, too. Yeah. So he doesn't dilute, you know, what it means to actually be able to meet him. So you get to not only meet him, but you get a personalized picture with him. You get this limited edition poster signed by him as well. Like all this shit, you know, goes along with it. With the general admission ticket, that's like 175 That's a lot. Now, yeah. they are sold out of it. I was seriously wondering, though, whether or not I should have done it when I had the ability to. Just to meet Marilyn Manson... I think it's something that I would never really get the chance to do. Right. Plus, just in case, because he does seem like such a weirdo, like just to hand him the Ian Hates card, <laughs> just on the slight chance that he would come on the show. He just seems like one of those guys that would just be like, yeah, like he would understand what it would mean to me to be on the show and would actually do something like that. Right. It, no, it's it's true, and and honestly, for someone, I don't I don't like Marilyn Manson. I don't like his music. We know, we but know. I do know how big he is. Yeah. So like, honestly, that price to me wasn't like oh shit. It might be a little overpriced, but if you did do it, I don't think it would have been stupid. Right, and that's what I was Not thinking for about somebody of his caliber. Yeah, because there's no way. I mean, I've seen him 13 times or so, and never even been close enough. Besides being on the rail or something to getting a picture with him or anything like that. Plus, that's something you can always show people. Everyone knows who Marilyn Manson is. Exactly. So, anyways, sidetrack there. Talking about drunk people <laughs> and going back to Metallica. So at Weird. the Metallica show in Arizona, there was a dude who got arrested because I guess he was so fucking drunk that they were, I guess, on lawn seating, I'm assuming, and by the way, this was the University of Phoenix Stadium. So maybe caliber a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 
I'm, I'm, I'm watching the subscriber number right now. It, it's dropping. Hey, 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 wait, wait. Phoenix viewers. I love Arizona. I would move to Arizona. <laughs> but still, we're talking about the University of Phoenix here. Come on. I gotcha. So, yes, apparently. <laughs> nothing big. Yeah, nothing saying. big. Come on. So, apparently, <laughs> I guess it was lawn seating, and there was a family in front of him, and he was so drunk that he decided to just whip it out and piss on them. Your wording. Decided to just whip it out, you know. Well, I, I would assume. What well, what else would you think happened? No, it's it's true. You think he was I being stealthy? Funny. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> but here's the thing, Jackson, and this is the only reason really why I'm bringing it up is I really don't understand the outrage because they were at a Metallica show. They were used to being pissed on. I will not stand. For Give this. it. Come on. Come on. That was good. No. Come on. No. Come on. Not doing it. Ah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, look, we agreed on most of everything tonight. Just I finally got it to where you were back to normal. Oh, I, I fucking love Metallica. I can never say anything bad about them. I know. I know, but they've been pissing on their fans for years. Stop. <laughs> Enough. How dare you? Oh, I dare. They're the reason why most of our bands are bands now. Uh, next story. <laughs> so a little bit of some, uh, we're going to go on a little kind of a sad streak here. But uh, Whitechapel's drummer, Ben, I'm going to bur- butcher his <laughs> last name. I'm so sorry. Ben Harselrode. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Ben Harselrode. Sure. Harselrode. He quit the band. Uh, he didn't really go into too much detail. All he said was, you know, my my heart is not fully invested in Whitechapel anymore. So it was just a burden on me, the band, and, you know, people who listened to me. So I left. Like, it was like a three-sentence statement on, you know, him just calling it quits. Right. But, hey. If that's how he feels, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, I, honestly, it was well put. He was just being honest. I have no problem with it. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, I'm sure they'll find a drummer pretty easily. Yeah. On a similar note, but to a larger extreme. Oh, yeah. Just recently saw that the entire lineup for the funeral portrait, friends of the show, by the way. Yeah. Everyone is out of the band except for Lee, and they've replaced everyone. And... It really, really came as a shock because I don't remember seeing anyone talk about this. And then all of a sudden, Funeral Portrait made a comment that AJ had left the band and not told anyone. (laughs) So that was a surprise to them as well. But that still means that two other members left the band that we didn't know about. Yeah, we never found out about it. It was like some Amir shit, but with good music. Yeah, I mean, come on. A Moment of Silence is a great fucking album. Oh, yeah, that show was fucking awesome. That was one of the best albums of last year. So all I can think about is either, one, the album didn't do well, so the band wasn't sure they wanted to continue on in the same capacity, or two, they do tend to tour nonstop, and maybe that just really, really, maybe the grind was too much. Yeah, who knows what it could be, man, because obviously, you know, there's no really articles or nothing about it where, I mean... No, I I did a whole bunch of research. I did like I pulled up on the album and everything, like who was actually credited for the album. <laughs> then checked the Facebook page. Then checked their revival page as well. And yeah, it's all different. Yeah. So for you to have to do that, obviously, I don't know if we'll ever know an answer on why these people are leaving. But I guess it's good that Lee Jennings is still there because you know any of the bandmates to leave, but. You know, when you change the vocalist, that's when the music really sounds different. So, yeah, I think it's Lee's baby. 
Like when people picture a funeral portrait, I think they picture Lee for sure. He's a larger than life character for sure. But his voice is very distinct. Very distinct. But I remember in the conversation I had, and people can go back to that one, the conversation I had with Lee Jennings, when I was talking to him, I'm pretty sure he mentioned how how integral Jurgi was. Was it Yurgi or Jurgi? I think it's Yurgi. Yeah, Yurgi. Yeah. He mentioned how integral Yurgi was. And now just to have him not there anymore, because he was a guitarist and I think a lot of screaming vocals on that oh, album wow. too. So it's a little weird. It's very strange. So maybe we'll get more news as you know time goes on. I think they might be in the studio working on new stuff. It's a possibility. I hope so. You know, they can uh, show us that they're fine, you know, and that everything's good and they're still on a positive track. I I hope they do that. That'd be awesome. I hope so too, man. So last up, you know, for anyone who's a Andy Black super fan, (laughs) it it turns out that not only is the new Black Veil Brides album coming out, or at least it's done, but they're not releasing it until early 2018. He's also going back in the studio to do another Andy Black solo album. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I don't know. I don't know either. Look, there were some catchy tracks on the Andy Black solo album. I'm not going to lie about that. There certainly yeah. were some catchy tracks. I don't think, you know, Song of the Year is a deserved award for that or anything. But catchy tracks nonetheless. I think he's a talented motherfucker, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to the new Black Veil Brides album. I'm hit and miss with them. I like certain albums of theirs. I don't like other ones. So it all depends. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I really like the single that they released like months ago. Yeah, you did. It was good, too. Yeah. So I am looking forward to the album. And look, I get made fun of a ton for that. And I could care less. I don't give a shit. So I'm looking forward to the album. We'll see what it's like. Solo stuff, I can take it or leave it. That really doesn't... I don't care. Honestly, with me, and again, I really don't care that much, but I'm, I preferred Andy Black's last album than the last Blackville Brides album. So... What? I don't know. Come on now. Yeah, I did. No, I really did. I, I didn't care for the last Blackville Brides album. It's hit or miss with me too, Blackville Brides, but the last album I didn't care for. And there was actually a couple of tracks I liked off the Andy Black album. In the end, as you stayed into the night, whoa. On the radio. <laughs> every single fucking day. I don't know. I don't listen to the radio unless I'm in Iowa. Dude, that shit was on the radio every oh, okay. fucking day here in Texas. And it was do bad. you remember your last goodbye? Ooh, whoa. Radio. <laughs> That's literally all I think. I about wasn't when, even when trying I to sing that well. I was trying to mimic Andy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, we'll see. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's a good way to end news in general. A little bit of a duet. It was. I don't know why you kept on saying radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know. I do know. All right, Jackson. I think that was a good segment. But right now, I say two new songs. So first song we got today is from a new supergroup band called End, and they released a new song called Usurper, and the vocalist is actually Brendan Murphy from Counterparts, which is really badass. Mm -hmm. And then we got Andrew McKinney off Structures, Will Putney of Fit for an Autopsy, Jay Pepito of Reign Supreme, Greg Thomas, which was in Misery Signals, 
And they got an EP and everything coming out called Unforgiving Arms of God. This comes out September 8th on Good Fight Music. Again, the song is called Usurper, and Ian, play that shit. Next up, we have The Bronx with Two Birds. Their new album, V, comes out September 22nd on ATO Records. And soon they'll be out on tour with Plague Vendor and The 68 in late September. Enjoy. And next, we got another super group called Noble. And we got members from At the Skylines, Attack Attack, In Fear and Faith, Woo! Confide, O Sleeper. I mean, this is a really crazy super group. And uh, yeah, so they got a new song called Dead Set. Ian, would you please so kindly? Keeping this supergroup train going, we've got The Fever 333. This is Jason Butler's new band. He used to be of Let Live fame. And then we've got Stephen Harrison of The Chariot and Eric Improta, I think. <laughs> Eric Improta of Night Versus. And sorry if I butchered that. But they just announced their second show is going to be at the Roxy Theater in West Hollywood on August 31st with tickets going for... Guess what? $3.33. Let's take a listen. So let me tell you, Bell. Where are all my people from? Where are all my people from? We hit them silence cut. Well, then my people run. So let me tell you, Bell. Where are all my people from? Where are all my people from? We live in hand to mouth and die in pile of guns. We're coming in, motherfucker, coming in, motherfucker, coming in, motherfucker, coming in. We're coming in, motherfucker, coming in, motherfucker, coming in, motherfucker, coming in. We're gonna take you out, we're gonna take you out. It's a 
And now we got Circus Survive releasing another new single called Rights of Investiture. And this is going to be on their new album, The Amulet, which is coming out September 22nd on Hopeless Records. Ian, please. Next up, we've got Neck of the Woods with Bottom Feeder. The upcoming album, The Passenger, comes out September 15th on Basic Records. Let's take a listen. And next up, we got VatNet releasing their new song, Better Ghost. And this is going to be on their self-titled album, VatNet. And that's coming out September 15th on New Damage Records. Ian, please. And now to finish us off for today, we've got Neck Deep, The Peace and the Panic comes out August 18th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. Like son, don't delude me with your sympathy, cause I could do this on my own. 
All right, Jackson. That is the end of new songs for this week. We're going to speed up a little bit because I think our conversation at the beginning has made this show much longer than it should be. So how about we go right into concert reviews? Let's do it. You talk dirty to me. All right, Jackson, talk dirty to me and tell me about this awesome show you went to. Dude, oh man. So I went to the Heroes with a Thousand Faces tour, which is the Amatory Murder, Alteris, friend of the show, Lakeshore, friend of the show, Eyes Set to Kill, and to top it all off, friend of the show, fucking Alice Santa. Damn. Yeah, that's three friends of the show, three amazing bands, and holy fuck, dude, seeing Alice Santa. I'm just going to get straight into this. I'm going to make it quick and simple. Do it up. Just like uh, your sex life. Yeah. Uh, our friends of the show <laughs> fucking killed it. Ian with the cheesy puns. I'm letting it slide because <laughs> of how good just this like show Just like your sex was. life. Hey! Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe how true that is. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> we might have to come back to that on Ian Hates Love sometime, all right? <laughs> go on, go um, on, go on. But yeah, man, Alteris killed it. It was so fun seeing them. Lakeshore. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever seen them live. The vocalist, man, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, Sean? Uh, yeah, Sean. Dude, his voice live, it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, they, they, they sound amazing live. Almost better than the EP, to be honest with you. Nice. Like, they're just so fucking good live, and, and that's awesome. Um, Then I saw I Set to Kill, and I've never seen them before, and I've never listened to their music. So, by the way, before you even finish that, I love I Set to Kill. Well, that's good because now I like them too. Uh, I've never listened to them before or seen them. Oh, so, wow. Dude, I have some I have some albums for you to listen to. Oh, dude. Well, well, I've been listening to them all day. Oh, honestly. very nice. Yeah, like what I saw. What did you start with? Did you go all the way to Reach? Hold on. I'm pretty sure Reach is the first one. I dude, heard. that album is pretty much a masterpiece. And I think the second album, I think it's like Broken Frames. That's a fucking amazing album as well. The one with Darling yes, and Reach. That's Reach. Yeah, yeah, that's Reach. Okay, that's the one I first heard, and then I'm I'm like making my way up. But I enjoyed the shit out of that, and and I only did that because of how amazing they did live. Great. And you know when I heard them, I was like, oh shit, I need to get into this band. This is really really good. So yeah, I discovered a new band, which is always super cool. Very nice. Um, and then oh man, Alessandra came on, and uh, <laughs> oh fuck. First time I ever saw Alice Hand was at South by So What, and we all know if you listen to the Ian Hates Conversation Edition, that was the first time they ever had a malfunction. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and that was the first time I've ever seen them live, and Alice Hand is to date top two or three favorite bands of all time for me. Nice. Um, so that was heartbreaking. <laughs> the second time I saw them was the Frail Wings tour. Right. Which was fucking awesome because that album is incredible, but I never heard them play anything else except that. So to see them in a small place, in one of the places you like, by the way, it was the trees one with the curtains and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Seeing them there playing all my favorite songs, it was just fucking amazing. I, Alice Santa is one of the best live bands ever, by oh, of far. Course. Yeah. I, I mean, I made a list a long time ago. My favorite bands to see live are Devil's Product, Convictions, and Alice Santa. And, dude, it, it does not fail. Alisana is just fucking amazing. They they played all, and they played every album, except Frail Wings, I'm assuming, because you're fucking tired of that already. No, the only album I think that they didn't play on this tour was Where Myth Fades the Legend, which is the second album. 
They made right, specific they note. Yeah, they made a specific note that they're going to go out on tour with that, I think, next year. No, you're right. They didn't do that, and they didn't do Frail Wings. Gotcha. They did, um, they did a Confessions. They did uh, The Emptiness. Mm-hmm. And fuck, what was the one? A Place Where the Sun yes. is Silent. Yes. That one. They played, they played all those songs. Right. That makes sense. And it was fucking awesome. Everything sounds great live. They're incredible. Shane is a fucking rock star. Sean is a fucking rock star. They just kill it live. They even got an encore and everything, and he was really cool. He came out, and he threw don't. He, it was so funny because he came out, and he's like, don't you fuckers want to go home and see Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> it was like 1230 right. on a Sunday. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, awesome show. I'm just going to leave it there. All but, those yeah. great friends of shows, man. Damn. Yeah. They, they don't fail, man. No, it's awesome. You know how to pick them. <sighs> I just wish they were coming up here on that tour. Oh, man, you would fucking love that tour. I, I know that for a fact. I can only hope sometime, but that's awesome that you got to go see him, though. Yeah, I would, dude, I'm would. i not even kidding you. I wish you were there, not only because of Alisana, but last time I we went to Elm Street, it was really fun. So I was like, damn, I'd, I'd like to drink a, a Texas craft beer with you oh, right yes, now while true. watching Alisana. I was drinking a lot of Texas craft beers that weekend. Yeah, so I, I missed that. So, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, that was awesome that you got, too, and I'm glad to hear that everything went well. Yep. All right, man. That brings us to the end of that. All my shows are coming up very soon, so I'll have plenty to talk about soon enough. But for right now, I think it's time for our favorite part of the show. Let's get to reviews. At first, it sounds good. (laughs) But after a while, it sounds like you're summoning something. I am. The demon in your (laughs) (laughs) Wi-Fi. Bring that motherfucker out. No. Keep him locked away. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have been doing very well with that. But... If people have noticed, we kind of went off on a bunch of tangents tonight. So for people that don't know, this is album review time. It's part of the show that we absolutely love, hence the intro song. But Jax and I listen to these albums so many times in a row that sometimes we realize, hey, this show can't be longer than three hours. We got to cut some stuff out. We got to deal with a lot. I know people don't understand you know, quality-wise and everything, how difficult it is to export something when you need to get it out there. So we try to keep these shows, you know, like below two hours now. I think before we used to do like two and a half, right? Yeah, it was always like two and a half, two and 45 minutes. I was usually the average. It was fucking nuts. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to kind of cut down on these album reviews a little bit and tell you about some albums that we think you should listen to, but we're not going to go really in-depth especially because some of them are EPs, and you know how difficult it is to continually talk about an EP. It just doesn't work that way. Exactly. So let's start with the quick ones. Phantoms, Screaming on the Inside, on Outer Loop Records. Now, Jackson, you told me something very interesting that I didn't initially see. Yeah, so when I saw Convictions last year, it was like last winter, I remember Phantoms was one of the bands opening up for them, and I've never heard of them before, but I liked it. So I bought one of their um, CDs for support 
So I've been jamming the CD, you know, for a long time now. And when I try to look up the new EP so we can review it on the show, I find out that it is the exact same CD that I bought already a year prior, except with just two additional songs. Right. So it's it, it's very strange. They didn't mention how, you know, a lot of the songs on the EP, you know, we've already been playing for years. Right. So I, I don't know how that works. Me either. But yeah. Yeah, and now I can't even like listen to them on Apple Music or anything, which is weird, except the two singles that we've talked about on the show. Right, and since we've talked about the two singles already, I don't think it's fair for us to regurgitate an old EP and talk about it. Exactly. So if it's your thing based on the two singles that we talked, and if I remember correctly, we hated the one single but really liked the other. That's exactly how it went. And I will tell you, though, the rest of the songs are pretty good. Like, I did I enjoy the CD. It's just a weird situation, and it's not, like, a huge thing that, you know, really needs details and stuff like that. Yeah, I totally agree. So, go ahead and listen to it if you would like, but we are moving on. The next one is the Crooked Sound Lotus Eaters EP, and this is self-released. This is a hardcore-slash-metalcore band. It's their debut EP. Apparently, they used to be a band that had a different sound to them. Now, to me... This reminds me a lot of Every Time I Die. So if you like Every Time I Die, but you're like, I listen to a lot of Every Time I Die, then maybe you can switch it up and listen to The Crooked Sound. I personally, I didn't notice any Every Time I Die, but maybe that's something I have to listen to again. But it's still worth a listen. That's really all I can say about it. I think people should check it out. Exactly. I think that's what we're here for. We're here to tell people to check music out, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, if, if we say it's bad, then, you know, maybe you could still check it out. But I think people so should know. still, even if it's bad. And I know there are a couple albums that we were like, absolutely not. Don't waste your time. But that was because those were really, really popular bands that mm-hmm. were really awful. Right. And some are so bad that people want to know how bad it is. So they go and check it out. Yeah. And that happens for sure. Next up, we've got Cons, C-O-N-S, with Slow Healer their EP on Revival Recordings. This is a melodic hardcore band. This might be music-wise, you know, maybe vocal-wise, one of the heaviest bands on Revival Recordings, I think. I'd say so. And I mean more like it's more unclean vocals compared to anything else. Right. They you know, these are the this is the kind of band that like you go see them live and it's like crazy or you know, there's pits and stuff like that, you know. Switching it up than the more melodic side that Revival usually has. Yeah, I could see it that way too. And I like this EP. The problem is it's an EP. And there's not a whole lot to go off of. So we don't, once again, have that much to talk about. But once again, I think this continues how good Revival is at picking bands that are not necessarily the same as the other bands on their roster. Yeah, I agree with you. I I do think it was a good pickup and, you know, it's a promising EP and, I just want to see what else they come up with. Exactly. I totally agree. Next up, we have Dineside with Immigrant, and this is self-released. So this is a post-hardcore slash alternative slash rock band. They are all over the place on this album. I really very much enjoyed this album, for sure. I think the vocalist has a very unique voice, and I think that they really did a whole lot of different sounding songs where a lot of times we'll say 
oh no, this whole album from front to back just sounded the same. This is not one of those bands. And I really enjoy this a lot. I just don't know. I just don't have as much to talk about other than that. Yeah, same here. It, it, it's weird because it's like it's very unique. And the vocalist, you know, he has a very good voice. Like it's not just that it's unique. It's really good. And mm-hmm. I think it's like really worth a listen because of that. And, you know, you might be really into this. But, you know, for me, it was okay. But I just really suggest that other people hear it. Yeah, let's play a quick track. Do it. Let's play Alien. I think a lot of people will find something they like on that album. So once again, that's Dineside, Immigrant, and that is self-released. So off of the lengthier album reviews, the one we're going to start off with is Varials releasing their first album, I believe. They had an EP. So yeah, first album is fine. So yeah, Varials releasing their first album, Pain Again. This is off Fearless Records. They're a very in-your-face hardcore band, and it is nothing but hardcore. And Ian, tell me what you think about this. Again, nothing but hardcore band. (laughs) Now, I know why Jackson Uh is emphasizing that. But what I'm going to say is the first thing I noticed was on the very first track, it opens with a devil's advocate quote and ends with a devil's advocate quote. So right there, I was like, fuck yeah. Because that movie fucking kicks ass. Wait, wait a second. I've never seen Devil's Advocate. What the what? Yep. I was thinking about it right now. Like, what is he? No, dude, it's, it's not ringing. Keanu Reeves, Charlize Theron, Al Pacino. None of this. You didn't see that movie? I know those actors and actresses. Oh, well, I'm but... glad you. I'm glad you know. That. <laughs> That's you about need to it. fucking. First of all, you need to go see the movie somehow. It's very easy. I mean, I'm sure it's free on TV or whatever. Make sure it's uncensored, though. And then listen to the Ian Hates Movies podcast that I did on it. Or I could just do the podcast. Ooh. You could, but my Al Pacino is only slightly better than what he does. (laughs) (laughs) Only slightly. Only slightly. But anyways, that's taking away. But that is what grabbed me for the first part. Then there's also a nice guest vocalist spot by Brian Garris of Knock Loose as well in the track empire of dirt yes and i know for a fact that this is why jackson loves this album so much that is not why i love this album so much (laughs) that is a lie i didn't even realize he was in the album till the song came up and i remember i was listening and i heard you know the voice and i was like what the fuck is that the guy from knock loose and then i looked at on my phone and i saw the featuring brian and i was like oh shit that's badass I was already loving this album front to back. I'm just throwing that out there right now. I fell in love with this band. So now I have two hardcore two bands hardcore that fans. I like. <laughs> out of the out of the thousands, I, I now have two. 
Yes. Actually, I really have three in my whole third being counterparts. I really like counterparts. But yeah, so that's three out of like the hundreds and thousands of hardcore bands. If you even call counterparts hardcore. Yeah, which like I don't. I don't. It's more like melodic hardcore. It's probably like melodic hardcore, post-hardcore, metalcore. You just love to go against me. Whatever, man. I like a hardcore band, okay? <laughs> you can't give me that same thing you give me every week now when you say, oh, Jackson. I can say, oh, it's two. Yeah, it's two bands. <laughs> By the way, they are out on tour or will be out on tour with Wage War as well. Oh, they are out on tour. I remember I even missed them because I didn't like listen to them that much. Them, Gideon... Them and Gideon just passed um, Dallas the other day. And then now, now they added Wage War. It's so fucking funny. I just noticed it's actually today that the show is happening in Worcester right now. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the date. And I was like, holy shit. It's August 16th. Yeah. Wait, 15th. Oh, so it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Ah, shit. I have another Ian Hates conversations I gotta do. Damn, that would have been a good show. Jackson, I have no life. I have oh. no life. All I do is talk to awesome people and do podcasts. Hey, that's a lot of people wish they had that. They don't wish they had to do all the other stuff that goes along with podcasting. That is true. All right. But anyways, good band, good album. Jackson, please recommend a track. Oh, shit. Oh, I you had no had idea. Yeah, I know. Probably, oh, the I one, that. probably the one called Empire of Dirt. No, I'm not going to do that just because that's such a gimme. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually going to do The New Damnation, which is the one that you were talking about. Because that is my favorite track off the album. So, ha! Yeah, it's called The First Track, people. That's because that's all he listened to. You're such a dick, dude. <laughs> it's been a long show. But it's so contradictory to you. First you said, I only liked it because of Empire of Dirt. Now you're saying, oh, this is the first track. Just play the damn song. Will do. So once again, that's Varials with Pain Again on Fearless Records. Next up, we've got All Out War with Give Us Extinction on Organized Crime. This is a metal-slash-hardcore-slash-metalcore band. They started in 1991. Damn! And this is number six. Number six full-length albums for them. This is like an original. They're veterans. Veterans. I remember hearing that they had a lot of issues with Victory Records. They are no longer with them. Obviously, they're on organized crime. I really enjoyed this album a lot. It's one of those ones you can just fucking bang your head to. It reminded me of old school metal and metalcore, fun chugs and breakdowns. I just, I don't know. I really liked it. I, man, I'm, I, I couldn't get into it. That's because you it. only like two hardcore bands. Exactly. There, there's uh, at the moment there's no room for a third, so <laughs> I had to push it to the side. I, I'm sorry, but it, it just wasn't my cup of tea. What's with the little like wilt of an accent on the tea part? 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I do that a lot. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. And it's not like just one accent, like British. Like sometimes I do country and British, and I don't know. It's just. The way I mean, I they're never good, but yes, okay. you do do them. Yes. That's see, true. we were having a normal talk, <laughs> and then you just threw in the insult, so now I'm forced to say a oh, fuck you. Well, you insulted All Out War, and I'm not for. I it. did not. Yes, you did. By saying you couldn't get into it means you have insulted them. I don't know. If I was a band, I wouldn't take that as an insult. I didn't say like, oh, no, this was bad. No, bad, bad. I'm just like, it's just not me. It's I not got my you. thing. I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad you did. I like old school metal and metalcore. I can't help it. You're so special. What and to show is. people how good it is, I'm going to play the track Circling Vultures. Whoa. Circling Vultures. <laughs> So once again, that's All Out War, Give Us Extinction on Organized Crime. And last album, we got 100 Sons releasing their first album, The Prestalis. Please tell me that's how you say it. I think so. I'm not the right person to ask. The (laughs) Prestalis? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Yeah, so The Prestalis off New Damage Records. Ian, what did you think? I'm a fan, man. First of all, this is either a side project or a super group whichever one you want to call it, because they've got Corey Brandon of Norma Jean, Ryan Legs Legger, X Every Time I Die, and Chris LaMasters from Dead and Divine. And it's just the three of them. And I think they fucking killed this album. Yeah, I really enjoyed this album too. Uh, it's different. It's really cool hearing Corey Brandon's voice on something different like this. It's it's definitely, you know, not like, you know, the scene type. It's more like... Maybe like a hard type of rock, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, it's everything. I mean, it's metal, rock, alternative, melodic, post-hardcore, metalcore. It's everything put together. Yeah, and and I do enjoy it. I thought it was really good, especially for a first album. You know, I really do think that, you know, with the criticism that they're getting for it, you know, the good criticism that they're getting for it, I do think they'll continue to do this. Because, you know, it's getting good reviews. So I've heard. You know, I, I see a lot of people in the scene have been given a, a lot of support, you know, from different bands and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I think they did a great job on this album. And, I mean, come on. Great range by Corey for sure. I think technically sound music as well. And I really enjoyed this. I'll listen to whatever they put out. Yeah, same here. Well, then I'll ask you one more time then. You got a Ooh, track? I do, actually. And this one I was prepared for. My oh. favorite song was Last Apology. Here we go. Apology. Push down these walls and let the earth come 
So once again, that's 100 Sons with the Prestalis on New Damage Records. Jackson, we made it through. We are done with album reviews for this week. We did it! There are brand new albums coming out here in August. It will be August 18th, where we get to see albums from Cold Black, Thy Art is Murder, Save Us from the Archon, and Neck Deep, plus possibly more, possibly less. You don't know how we're feeling. Ooh, mystery. It is. Very, very mysterious. We will look forward to all those. I can tell you right now, I've listened to Cold Black with Circles. It is a great EP. So, or album, I forget. I think there's like seven or eight tracks. So I think it's technically an EP, but. Yeah, it's weird, but I'm, I'm sure it's good too. It is very good. So we will talk about that next week. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! All right, everyone. It's been a while. It's been a while. But we actually have some questions from listeners. So it's time for questions from listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Questions from listener time. I know we don't actually have an official segment for this. We normally just take questions. But I figured, why not? David was nice enough to write into us and had a couple questions for us. So I want to take those. We're going to start with question one. David asked, What band or musician from our scene do you struggle to enjoy listening to, yet everyone else seems to be on board? His answer is he can't get into anything from Anthony Green, especially Circuit Survive, which we <laughs> played a new song from tonight. He finds it terribly boring. Maybe that also includes Hands Like Houses as well so jackson what is your answer to this well first of all i agree with him damn yeah i I can't really get into circus survive and hence like houses and i've given them chances and everything it's not like i just shut them out you know when the band is that big you know you want to you want to hear what it's all about but i just can't get into it but i actually picked two bands so the bands i picked was newfound glory and four years strong so that seems a little weird now i understand the Anthony Green thing a little bit more. Even though he has an amazing voice, it's not everyone's quote-unquote cup of tea. So I do understand that from David for sure. I'm a little surprised at yours, though. That's specifically because of the vocalist? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the vocalist. I, I just don't like the music. Interesting. And is there any reason why? Because Newfound Glory is fucking great. I really don't have a reason, honestly. Like I've I've listened to their music. I've given it plenty of chances. And I'm sure any emo head right now is just shaking their head at me right now. <laughs> just like you don't fucking belong here. <laughs> yeah, any pop punk fan is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, and and I can't deny why you think that. I, I don't know why I don't like them, honestly. But every time I listen to them, I just can't really get into them. I think there's like one or two songs that I might like by them. Mm-hmm. But it's like I just like them and I know them, but I can't like I don't even have them on my phone. I don't wow. I don't consider myself a fan of them. Oh, even I, really though I know like they're them. huge. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's not because of that. I just happen to think they put on awesome shows and I like a lot of their music. But I guess that's understandable. Four years strong. I like as well. But I guess I understand that more. I don't know. 
You seem to be on the same path, though, because they're both kind of pop punk. I know you could probably call Four Year Strong easy core as well. Maybe post-hardcore sometimes. I don't know. Maybe somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this was actually a pretty hard question for me. And I know we certainly make fun of a lot of bands in the scene for, you know, different reasons. Obviously, reasons where they deserve to be made fun of for it. But I kind of took this question as, I think I read it based on what David said, where he was focusing more on Anthony Green. So it's kind of whatever he is doing. So I kind of focus on vocalists. So I said at the drive-in. And I know some people that are hardcore veteran. They're like, holy shit, that was the band that put post-hardcore on the map. Like all that kind of shit. I could never, ever get into them. And it has mostly to do with the vocals. Yeah, we didn't give their album a, a good review. Well, it's very bad. Mainly because of the vocals. Yeah. I mean, that album's not good. I respect what they've done. And I respect what they've done for the scene. And that's, I guess, a little different. I mean, but I can't get into it no matter what. I would never go see them live again. I think I saw them a long time back. I just couldn't stand it. So really, though, that's it. Like, maybe you can help, Jackson. Like, are there any bands? Because I don't consider, like, Sleeping With Sirens now, because I know we've made fun of them for a while now. But I was going to say that. But their past work is good. See, I consider yes. this being like, you can't listen to anything they've done. So... I can listen to the first like two and a half albums, maybe of Sleeping with Sirens. I can listen to the first EP of I Prevail. You know, there are things that I can listen to of bands that we kind of joke around about because now they've changed so much. I love original Fallout Boy until Folia Do. Like I love Folia Do, and then it kind of starts to wane. So I would never say that that's a band that I couldn't listen to either. So this was actually very hard. I like Black Veil Brides. We talked about that earlier. There are certain albums that I like better than others. So really, I mean, maybe something like, I don't know. See, that's the other thing. It's not like I can't stand them. Like Dillinger Escape Plan, I never got into completely. But I would never say don't turn that. If we were listening to it in a car, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But there's really nothing that I'm just like, fuck, you need to turn that now. I would never give it the time of day. Like, Five Finger Death Punch is not in our scene. So I can't right. make fun of that. I can't just say something like Nickelback. I can't say something like that. So I'm trying <laughs> to think of I'm trying to think of bands that oh, oh motherfucker. You know you know who it is? Who? I set my friends on fire. Oh, what you didn't like the first album? I could take like two songs on that album. But okay. because they're so bad now, because I saw them live, that's what really killed it for me. So you know what? I should say that. I set my friends on fire is probably I see I, I worked my way to the answer. There you go. I got you. And, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying, too, because my first and by the way, David, really good question. If it's a hard question to answer, that means it's a good one. But yeah, my first go to answer as soon as I saw the question was, oh, Super Moon Sirens. But it's not a fair thing to say because I did like their previous work. So I kind of went in it as like a I've never liked them. Just period. Right. And I was thinking and, of this question more of vocalists that you don't like. So when gotcha. I don't, it's not that I don't like Kellen Quinn's voice. I do. I just like the old stuff when he was, you know, showing his talent. Right. Exactly. And I agree with that. I mean, cause I even want to say bands like Crown the Empire, like I used to love their old stuff and, you know, things like that. And I don't really like them anymore. And just like I prevail, I, I really like their EP and now I don't really like the album. Right. Yeah. Something like and that. Those are, you know, big bands. I guess I could easily say a mirror as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I guess, look, we actually did make our way to some answers, so that's good. 
By the way, people, if anyone has any questions, you can always get in contact with me through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whichever one works for you. You know, just ask away and we'll be here. So, David, thank you very much for the questions. That was a lot of fun. Well, guess what? We prolonged this long enough. Jackson, it's time for your favorite part of the show, Breakdown from the Past. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Slow motion high five in the air. Uh, No. Jackson, how are you feeling today? Do you think you got this one? Oh, dude, I know I got this. I'm actually feeling good today. See, you know, I always I don't like this whole fake confidence thing. It doesn't suit you very well. I liked it better when you were the nervous, like, uh oh, am I gonna piss Ian off? You know, that kind of thing. There was more endearing when you did that. Fuck you. (laughs) See, once again, that's that's too cocky. Oh gosh. You don't you don't like cocky Jackson? I love cocky Jackson. I think he's a cool guy. So many jokes. So stop. For anyone who doesn't know what this bit is, I explained it last week, but for any new listeners that might have made it through all of our political talk all the way to yeah. now, this is a segment where Jackson and I go back to the past and we find a band that is no longer together and we talk about them for a little bit and we give a sample of their music. Just because a band isn't together anymore doesn't mean that their music just ceases to exist. So why not put that out there for everyone? And because we've been doing this show for so long, we decided to make it interesting. We'd make it into a competition. I always get them right. Jackson always gets them wrong. And you might ask, how could he possibly get it wrong? There are thousands of bands that aren't together anymore. Even in the scene, there are literally thousands of bands. Well, somehow he does it. And the way he gets it wrong is that we have already done the band on the show before. So I am hoping beyond hope that he gets one right because it's been weeks. It has been weeks and he just can't do it. So Jackson, is this the week where I will finally be proud of you? Well, now I don't know with that <laughs> fucking setup. Thank you for reminding to new and old listeners of my past failures. I very much appreciate that. No problem. Ah, uh, shit. I don't even, now I don't even want to fucking say after all that. <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening like, oh, fuck. Would you seriously rather forfeit? No. Okay. All right. It's like Cersei Lannister said last night on Game of Thrones. Uh, what's her name? Cersei Lannister. There you go. Not Cersei? Whatever, dude. <laughs> fuck off me. I'd rather die fighting than die surrendering. So anyway, okay. So uh, my band is a band called Emmanuel. They're a very good band that I recommend everyone listen to. And I do not think we've done it on the show before. Ian, do I have the thumbs up over there at the production team? Would you mind spelling it for me? E-M-A-N-U-E-L. Would you please use it in a sentence? Emmanuel is a good band. I'm going to correct you. The sentence would have been, (laughs) Emmanuel has been on the show before. And once again, (laughs) you have screwed up Breakdown from the Past. See, it's a long sentence. But that would have been the sentence that I would have gone with. <laughs> that was good. You are the I worst. I saw the setup, but it was good. Yeah. But no, okay, so I'm going to look at this in a positive side. Yes, I fucked it up, but now this gives you a chance to save it again. Can you do this? I save it every time. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said again. It should just be Ian presents Ian's choice for Breakdown from the Past. That's very hurtful, and I wish you'd take that back. I am getting so many people reaching out 
to send you breakdown from the bad suggestions. How do you know it hasn't been sent to They me? keep on saying that you are ruining the segment. Stop. That does not happen. Hammer time. Oh, my God. No, it absolutely does. <laughs> no, that's the funny part. But I tell them, you have to sink or swim on your own. Otherwise, how are you going to learn? Wow. So heroic, Ian. What? Man, you're something else. You're so special. Why? Look at you and your wisdom. And I tell them he must sink or swim or how else is he going to learn? Papa Ian coming at you live through the fucking podcast. Jackson, bend the knee. <laughs> Some people can take that out of context. I said one knee, not get on but your knees. You didn't knees. say bend if one you say, knee. If you say get on your knees, that's a different <laughs> I thing. I know, I know. I'm joking. No. Game of Thrones fans what? That. Are you <laughs> Wait, seriously, we make jokes on this show? That's crazy. Fuck, it went robot again. You went robot. All right, everyone. I will try and salvage this. I went back major old school. I went to a new metal band called Endo. Jackson, have you heard of them before? No, sir. They had two full-length albums, one in 2001 called Evolve and one in 2003 called Songs for the Restless. And they kind of went back and forth between that whole new metal alternative rock vibe you know the kind of stuff that was very popular back then but they actually got a few songs that were on movie soundtracks they were pretty popular for being a relatively underground band very nice and i remember specifically with this band being on the street team where they would actually send i think at this time cassettes if i'm not mistaken <laughs> in 2001 i think it might have been cassettes going into regular albums, but I think for this, it was definitely cassettes. That is that is a good breakdown right there. I know, right? It's a personal story. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they might be on like the Dracula 2000 soundtrack or something like that. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, man. It's hilarious. But they have some good tracks, and I kind of picked a random one here. I'm going to play you Suffer from the album Evolve. Enjoy. Perfectly angsty, so perfectly early 2000s. Holy shit, that was 16 years ago. Damn, that is throwback. It really was. 
It really was. But yeah, there's some okay stuff on there. I mean, it takes you back to, I wouldn't say a better time, but it takes you back to a time where maybe there weren't Nazis. (laughs) So, you know, there's still that. Vampires, yes. Nazis, not so much. That is a very good thing. Holy shit, man. Good good point. What about vampire Nazis? There's got to be... There's got to be some movie. There's got to be some C movie out there. Because I know <laughs> Dead Snow is zombie Nazis. And Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. They have that in Call of Duty as well. Yeah. All right. Anyways, you just got to bring things full circle, you know? You don't discriminate. I do. Against bad music. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> All right. This has been a long show. I think it's time to close everything out. Let's finish this up. Let's go. All right, man. Do that thing you do. Thank you so much for everyone listening. I really, really do appreciate it. So does Ian. Meh. Um, uh, fuck you, Ian. <laughs> I'm going to go on the same rating rant because it's kind of important to us. We would love it if you would... Rate our show five star on iTunes. Help us climb up the ranks. That way we can get more listeners. And also a big thank you to David. I hope maybe this gets other fans to also ask questions because we will gladly answer them. And again, just thank you everybody for listening every week. Um, it's a blast doing it. And I hope you guys are having a blast listening. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Much appreciated. So I have a couple of announcements. Obviously, you know, a lot of people who have heard me do the show know that I have been traveling a lot more for work than I normally have to When I travel for work, I don't have my studio. So it's very hard for me to do Ian Hates Conversations, you know, and anything else along those lines. Now, I do have some announcements, though. I have new people coming on Ian Hates Conversations very soon. In fact, by the time this episode comes out, I will have those recorded. Then I just have to put everything together. And hopefully, I'll have those out for you while I'm traveling. So it'll seem like I'm just doing them right then. See? That's how you plan things out. Boom. Also, I am hoping and hoping and hoping that I somehow, even with Ian Hates Conversation Editions every day this week pretty much, that I have time to get out the brand new Ian Hates movies. And this is a very special episode. I'm hoping by the time this episode comes out that that one is already out and that people have had a chance to listen. But I did something that I've talked about a bunch of times but never had a chance to do. We blurred the line between Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, and I had the great Gray Sorensen of Charlatan on Ian Hates Movies, and we did a huge, awesome episode about The Dark Tower. Fuck yeah. But I will give a warning, though. It was amazing for me to be able to do this with someone who loves the books as much as I do. We do talk not only movie spoilers, which is a norm, for Ian Hates Movies, but also book spoilers. So if you plan on reading the books, that is not the episode for you to listen to. <laughs> Just letting everyone know, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone on that front, because obviously we know the books very well. We're not exact experts, because it's fucking a huge, long series, and sometimes you forget things, but in general, we are doing book spoilers. So don't listen to that one. If you plan on reading the books, if not, you're going to have fun listening either way. So I would say definitely listen in that case. But if you did watch The Dark Tower or you're trying to decide whether you should, I am doing a separate Ian Hates Movies episode with Kelly. And Kelly has not 
read the books. So that way you've got the outsider's perspective. I will not do any book spoilers during that episode. It will just be the movie. But because Kelly is also traveling, it's been a little bit tougher to get those ones recorded. So I'm going to see what I can do this week, but there's only so much recording I can do before I have to get on another plane and go out to Iowa you know, and travel around to all the other places that I have to go to. So just letting everyone know that that is the plan. There's plenty more stuff coming. I hope everyone enjoys it. Thank you for listening. I think that's a long enough message. There is one thing I also did want to bring up, though. I am starting a Patreon page because I did ask our fans, hey, am I a sellout if I do a Patreon page? And people said no. And I know lots of places do have them. But I figured, you know, it'd be kind of nice to get some money rolling in here so I can continue to make improvements and, you know, pay for the monthly bills that all this stuff takes. So I will have that out hopefully soon. I just have to have time to finish it up and everything. So that's it for me. Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? I love everybody. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So alright